Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, back to Overtime with Kyle Madsen and Alan Stiles on 95.7 The Game. Kyle Madsen, Chuck Walter in for Alan Stiles. Talking about an ugly, ugly 49ers loss to the Denver Broncos in Denver. Aziz Alshire, a couple injury updates from Kyle Shanahan. Aziz Alshire, likely a sprained MCL that will keep him out for a while. And Trent Williams most likely has a high ankle sprain. <clears throat> no timeline uh, for his return right now. They've still got to you know do all the X-rays and scans. So just to get devastating all around. Really brutal loss. Yeah, like the Chicago loss, a game where the Niners have ten nothing, third quarter they're controlling it. It's just like yeah, they're winning this game. <clears throat> they end up losing that one nineteen to ten. This is worse than that. Well, that one you pointed to the penalties, you pointed to the turnovers, and you said clean up a few things in practice, get back right. to the fundamentals, and the stat sheet shows that this team, this 49ers team, is a million times better than mm-hmm. the Bears. Tonight, you look at what we just saw, and you say, all right, well, the defense is outstanding. They can hang with anyone because the defense is so good. But when it comes down to it, how are you going to win games with the quarterback that you have. And I want to get to some uh, text on the line. 925, yeah. uh, what do you mean? How do you fix the Niners? It's been the same answer since Jimmy G squatted under center and throwing two-hop ground or infield practice to wide receivers. Um, 707 says, it's a simple solution. You hire Sean Payton. You ask him if he wants to work with John Lynch or Lewis Riddick. And here's the kicker. I think Sean Payton with Jimmy Garoppolo would work better. Uh, a lot of people mm. on the text line tonight saying that... Uh, Trade for Mike McDaniel. I don't know how you do that. I think he's probably pretty happy down in Miami with his 3 0 Dolphins. Dolphins do want to do that. And then uh, 925 saying, first of all, drop the Lombardi or bust mentality. We were never Super Bowl bound this year, not even close. You got to view this dude like he's a backup quarterback, filling in for a starting quarterback, and set your expectations accordingly. And here's the problem that I have with that. It doesn't work. Well, here's the problem that I have with that. One, 
you have a roster that is built to go to the Super Bowl. So you're not setting your expectations that all right, this is an eight win team, you know, like this is an eight nine win team. No, you're not. That's just this team's too good for that. A and B, the guy got you there last year. Right, he had you on the cusp last year, and I know he's coming off shoulder surgery. May take him some time, but if your expectations are anything under, let's get back to where we were last year, and we're one play away from going to the Super Bowl. Then what are you doing? Well, and that's why they kept him. Because if Trey Lance went down, they wanted to remain in contention. That's the reason Jimmy Garoppolo is on the roster. The only That's the reason, reason Brock Purdy is not the starting quarterback right now. Because they wanted to maintain a level of contention if Lance went down. Yeah, And there are people all over the place, smart football people, who will tell you the 49ers got better with Jimmy Garoppolo, and it sure as hell didn't look like it tonight. No. It didn't look like it whatsoever. 925, uh, it's time to get a real QB1. This is the reason that we saw the, uh, the the massive trade for Trey Lance, because we've seen the Jimmy G Late Show for years. Yeah, I mean, they they tried to get a new quarterback. This wasn't the plan. Yeah. 888-957-9570. That's the Comcast Business Text Line. That's also the phone line. Let's head out to Stockton, where Dylan wants to weigh in. Dylan, you're on overtime. What's up? How you doing, fellas, man? I have a few things I need to say about Let it rip. Jimmy, man. For one, Jimmy Jimmy G is just not that guy, man. He's just another guy on the field who just who's average at best. He doesn't see people uh, wide open. He misses throws. I mean, you had Debo running wide open in the first quarter. He never saw him or looked his way. Yep. Um, secondly, um, play calling. I mean, I, there's no creativity on offense. The only motion that you see is when you see a motion, you motion a guy for a run play. How come all these receivers that we have are always stationary on one side of the field? Move Ayuk around. Put them in motion. Make a pass play off of that. Everything is so stationary. There's no creativity. Yep. And then another thing is that, I'm going to make it real quick, where was George Kittle the whole night? Like, I know he's coming, he's coming off of a growing injury and things like that, but he doesn't get many targets. And I feel like, if that's going to continue, why the hell do we need him? Like, <laughs> trade him and let's do something about the offensive line next year. Run some, and then make, I don't know, man, but it's a whole bunch of confusion. Kittle yep. comes back in the game. You, I mean, he needs to have at least 10 touchdowns and 1,000 receiving yards this season, whether it be because he plays <laughs> or, 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 or if he doesn't play or gets injured. Don't, we, don't need, we don't need Kittle. Get him out All of right. here. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded. Thanks, Dylan. With all so, due respect to, yeah, to George Kittle, uh, the, the fact that he and he hasn't asked for this, this is just what you know the, the narrative has been created surrounding him. But the fact that there's the conversation that George Kittle's in the same conversation as Travis Kelsey in terms of playmakers, mm-hmm. you can't actually believe that, right? So, so the the numbers would say no, but the evidence when George Kittle gets fed the ball say yeah. I mean, it's a different it's a different way. And he's not the kind of player like Kelsey. It's like, yeah, line him up in the slot, and on third and ten, you're throwing it to him. But I think he could be. And that's one of my gripes with Kyle Shanahan. I'm not going to gripe so much at the play calling, although Shanahan did come out and say that he put Garoppolo in a tough spot on the safety. I'm not, I don't gripe so much at the play calling, because frankly, you nor I, nor probably anybody calling in, knows 100% what the play is supposed to look like and how it's supposed to be executed. So that's why I, I pump the brakes on the play calling a little bit. But I do think a criticism I, I, I do have of Kyle Shanahan is it feels like he has an aversion to force-feeding players that aren't Debo Samuel. 
Like, George Kittle, I don't care how teams are defending him. Try and get him in the ball. Figure out ways to get the ball in number 85's hands. They tried to get him the ball five times. They got it to him four times. So right. efficiency in, in that regard, but only for uh, 28 yards. Yeah, and that's it, that, it's not like, hey, let's drop a shot play to George Kittle. Like, that's that's kind of what I'm looking for. Like, where's where are the plays that he was making in 2018 where he was their only real receiving threat and was setting the record for receiving yards by a tight end? Where they were just figuring out ways to get him the ball where he could go make plays. Oh, man, this... Uh... They have too many playmakers to say like, oh, they zoned in on that guy and they shut him down. They have way it's too like, many playmakers. Well, well, okay, but that's but that's just it, it's like okay, Kittle didn't get the ball as much. He had five targets. He caught four of them for twenty eight yards because the defense was zoned in on him. Okay, then then where's the huge Debo Samuel game? Where's the huge Brandon Ayuk game? And that's why when we talk about this game, when we talk about this team, it all circles back to the quarterback because. Their offensive line through the first couple of weeks was supposed to be fine. But spin zone, if they were so confident in Trey Lance's ability or any other quarterback's ability, why are they running Trey Lance like Tim Tebow out there last game? And Couldn't tell you. Because there probably wasn't that amount of trust. And that's, but that's, and that's the pro, it's like, dude, you have to let your players play. And I think that's one of Kyle Shanahan's flaws. He can't just like let go of And you and think God. that Jimmy subliminally kind of, showed his disappointment in the last week with some of the comments that he's made, kind of like, you know, I, let me just go out there and play. I, I feel Yeah, like maybe I, a little bit. I think, yeah. I, I feel like they're keeping this game plan a little too tight. Like, let me just go out there, let me let it, let it rip like Seattle. And, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. The only thing that I'm seeing right now is that the 49ers are now 1-2, and two, and they just lost a game where they gave up 11 points. Uh, kudos to the defense. Pat him on the back. Samuel had a hell of a first half, but after that injury, they, they really didn't try to get him any touches. Yeah, man. Five catches on eight targets for Debo Samuel. All five catches in the first half. Three for 39 for Brandon Ayuk. All three catches in the first two drives. And his disappointing Mark. Mark Grandy's here, everybody. Mark. Mark Grandy, host of the 415ers podcast. Make What's sure up? to uh, subscribe How we feeling, Mark? wherever you get your pods. What what when you're watching Jimmy Garoppolo tonight? Or the 49ers? I, I don't even want to I don't want to lead the I don't want to to lead you with the question. But what did you was there <laughs> What the hell? Like what what was your big takeaway from this one? Uh that uh anyone doubting Kyle Shanahan's plan to go get a new quarterback uh doesn't know what they're talking about because clearly Jimmy Garoppolo is not good enough. I mean, you can you can be upset with or with uh, Shanahan perhaps for maybe picking the wrong guy or maybe putting his young quarterback in a bad spot early in his career, but you can't blame him for making the move for someone because yeah. clearly we've seen it time and time and time again. Jimmy Garoppolo just isn't good enough. Yeah, there's no way you lose this game with with how well your defense played against a team in Denver who was trying to lose this game for you, and you, you still found a way to lose. Yeah, I do really like one on the text line, 510 coming in saying, Chicago had one good drive, they beat the 49ers. Yep. Denver had one good drive, they beat the 49ers. That can't happen. And that's why Jimmy Garoppolo is so polarizing. Because it's not like he went 14 of 29 for 68 yards and four interceptions. But there's every game that they lose is there's two or three plays where you're like, man, I really wish that they could have that one back. 
Tonight it's the safety, which Kyle Shanahan did take some responsibility for with the play call, but it's the safety, it's the interception to Debo Samuel, and those are the two that that stick out. I'm sure I could think. Oh, and the underthrown ball to Debo Samuel down the sideline that he caught but could have had a touchdown. It's like those three, like make, if one or two of those three plays goes differently, they win. He also, really quickly, there was a play in the first half before the underthrow to Debo, which ultimately was a nice gain. Mm -hmm. Debo was streaking along the sideline, wide open. Garoppolo, that was his first read on the play, Mm -hmm. was looking at him, saw him wide open, and then turned to the left and threw it, I think, maybe to Ayuk for a quick out route instead of a surefire touchdown down the right sideline to Debo. And I think the throw to Ayuk got batted down there, too. I mean, it's that that's where the whole, like, let Jimmy cook. It's like they're trying. He just, he doesn't want to. He wants to order DoorDash, which is relatable, but don't yell for him to let him cook. Oh, get get out of here with the DoorDash. That 15% surcharge tonight on the delivery. That'll get you. That's uh, some good pie, though. R- Robin, Shout out Tony's Pizza. Robin said bashing Jimmy Garoppolo's bad radio, so let's at least give it two not positives ba- it's of not, tonight. It's not bashing him. It's just, hey. It's called he, speaking facts. He's, he's, just the, he's just what he is. We use our eyes. We saw what we saw. He is who we thought he was. And at the end of the day, we are speaking facts. He threw it in a double coverage. It got intercepted. <laughs> it was on first down. It is a reason why they lost the football game, period. Let's talk about the good, though. Drake okay. Jackson? It got his first sack. How Shout out, Drake that? Jackson. Drake Jackson. Bye, Sean. And uh, Talanoa Hufanga. Stud. Let's hear, let's hear from Drake Jackson. Can't take the sack here, though. Number five, Wilson, nowhere to escape. That'll be brought down, and they take the sack back at the 43-yard line. Drake Jackson, the rookie out of USC, who's flashed a snap or two in pass rush situations, gets there, and the Broncos will punch it away. Hey, fight on. Drake Jackson uh, with his first career sack, and then uh, that's Mike Tirico on NBC. And then you also mentioned Talanoa Hufango. Fight on. Who made an incredible play tonight. Where he timed a snap and pulled up for a tackle for loss. Whoa! You could see him coming, tiptoeing, sprinting, hitting. Big loss on the play, Talanoa Hufanga. Hey, fight on, Talanoa Hufanga again, Mike Tarico, NBC Sports. Thank you for the audio. Yeah, and that's <laughs> good young players on this defense. I was a little bit worried about Hufanga facing Russell Wilson. He's like, man, he's super aggressive. Russell Wilson likes to throw those moon balls. I hope he doesn't get beat for one. And he didn't. He was still excellent. And he is playing like one of the very best players at his position in the NFL. 888-957-9570. That is the Comcast Business text line. If you want to join the conversation there, you can also join the conversation on the phone. And we will head out to Lemore, where Dre wants to weigh in. Dre, you're on overtime with Kyle and Chuck. What's up? Hey, guys. You stole a little bit of my thunder. Bring it anyways. I wanted to bring up uh, Jimmy. The first is when he did not see Debo, or if he saw him, he didn't throw the pass his way. Mm -hmm. He's wide open, sure touchdown. Next one, unlike Russell Wilson where he throws a nice, deep moon ball, I don't know what that moon ball he threw to him when he was wide open on the left sideline. (laughs) It's like, uh, I want to make sure he catches this. I better throw him like a little softball. Yep. And then the safety. I'm like, oh, my God. That's a rookie mistake. That's something Trey Lance should have done last week. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't get me wrong. When Zumi's in the game, I want him to do well. I want him of course. to win the game. When Trey's in there, I want him to win the game. But I know one thing for sure is our Niner defense has to carry us this whole freaking year. Mm-hmm. And they carry us tonight. That game should have been that game should have been won in the first half. There should have been no looking back. But what happened? Yep. Just like you mentioned on the Chicago game earlier, guys. And people were, were blaming Trey. I said, I can see Jimmy losing that game just the same. Yep. I don't know if it's the play calling, what it is, but there's one other thing you guys mentioned. If you don't mind me saying, quit giving the ball to Demo. And Wilson had a decent game, but Mason had an outstanding preseason. He mm-hmm. had one carry. Yep. Let that man carry the ball half a dozen times tonight. All right. Let's see. Thanks, Trey. His one carry, so, he, he looked good. Yeah, so I think with Jordan Mason, it's probably just like knowing the offense and stuff. Like it's just a little blocking, like right? That's what they blocking, mentioned. Blocking, where to line up. Um, but, it, I mean, the fact he got a carry tonight after not getting one last week, I, I'm guessing that means we'll start to see him If you want to talk about forward. production, every time Jordan Mason has touched the ball, and, and at Georgia Tech, he didn't touch the ball the whole time, but when he did, he was always efficient. Preseason, efficient. Very small sample size tonight, one carry, seven yards. But, hey, uh, efficient. Why not run him more? Yeah, especially when you need especially when you need help in the running game. I can't believe the Niners ran it just 19 times tonight I, I, in a game where they never trailed until there were three minutes left. I, I did have a couple things. One that, that keeps getting brought up, the 49ers offensive creativity. Where mm-hmm. has it gone? It seems so stale right now. Well, Miami... Is it in Miami? Their offense, uh, they got some playmakers there, and it, it doesn't look so stale. It looks like they have a, an awful lot of creativity. And you do wonder, you, you question maybe, hey, maybe uh, one of the geniuses left, and he was a lot smarter than yeah. we gave him credit for. That, that's one thing. I, I don't I, think anyone was discrediting Mike McDaniel. I don't think anybody didn't think no, he was smart. I, I think it's more a situation you're you're going to miss me when I'm gone. You know, you don't know yeah. what you have until you're gone. Yeah. And, and we'll let the season play out before we say anything about it. But tell you what, they're rolling down there right now. And I know you could say, oh, well, they added Tyreek Hill to the mix. The 49ers have playmakers too, man. They got plenty of playmakers. Yeah. They have plenty of playmakers. Yeah. 49ers are loaded. Yep. It just doesn't look like it right now when they're only scoring 10 points. The other thing I wanted to bring up is there's a video circulating right now after the game. It's a uh, it's a, it's a back-to-back shot, so five seconds of Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's dapping up the other team after the loss, smiling, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. You do that after games. You're, you're seeing someone that you may have played with in college or that you know from your hometown, whatever it may mm, be. Sure. You're giving a high five. you got a, a smile on your face. And some of the tweets coming out are saying, you know, he's a little too smiley after an abysmal performance. And then five seconds into that clip, it cuts to Charvarius Mooney Ward, and he just looks, he's walking off the field, and he looks angry. And that's how you probably wish Jimmy Garoppolo looked after... You know, throwing into double coverage yeah. in a game that the yeah, 49ers could have won. I think it's it's reading too much into it. But it super it's is something. like if that's just you know, I, you can be pissed and still yeah. you know put on a put on a happy face. JJ in San Jose, you're on overtime with Kyle and Chuck. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Just taking my call. <clears throat> hey, you know, this 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 game was actually very special for me because I actually am a Broncos fan, but ever since oh. Manning retired. <laughs> 
the Niners have kind of grown on me a little bit. So I was not conflicted. I was just very excited tonight. But it came down to who both teams are garbage, <laughs> except for the defense. Sure. Both the defense held it down, but it came down to who's the who was the going to be the better quarterback. Yep. And let's face it, Russell Wilson, through all his flaws that he's gone through this year, is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. And unfortunately, Shanahan and Garoppolo have this little beef where, like, it's like it's the play calls. And then Garoppolo tries to come through for Shanahan, and he can't come through. And then, and then when Garoppolo makes a play, or he thinks that he can make a play, and Shanahan allows him, he throws it in a double coverage. Mm-hmm. So I think the Niners are in a situation right now where they're about to fumble the season if they don't get it together. Cool. Thanks, JJ. Yeah, and that's <laughs> Russell Wilson made a couple plays that Jimmy Garoppolo didn't. Like, statistically... Wilson, not impressive. 20 of 33 for a buck 84, no touchdowns, no picks. But no picks. And there were a couple times where he escaped sacks and turned them into positive plays. And that's just not that's just not something that's in Jimmy Garoppolo's back. So that a uh, kind of a kind of a perfect microcosm of um <clears throat> of the 49ers issues under center and, and how they're going about trying to resolve them. Nick and Berkeley, you're on overtime with Kyle and Chuck. What's up, Nick? Oh, man, that was a frustrating, man. The Diners are just going to have to go 86 Bears, man. You know what I'm saying? To, to, <laughs> to even get to the playoffs. But my, my problem is with Shanahan. Look at his overall record. You know what I mean? Since he's been coaching. I don't care about injuries or none of that. You're supposed to be a head coach. He needs to go into the playbook and do, do a lot of editing and simplify. He's doing too much. Some of those plays just do not work. You know what I mean? They're just not working. They haven't worked. We're getting no blocking off the edges or nothing like that. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a complete mess right now. Jimmy, they, he, he can't escape any type of pocket anywhere at any time. Mm-hmm. And every time he goes to the ground, I'm just like praying he gets up. You know what I mean? He disappears under his alignment. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm just like, dude, get up, Jimmy. Get up, man. You know what I mean? But I'm like, why are you going to have Trey Lance? Who better than like somebody like Kaepernick? You cannot tell me that Kaepernick isn't better than Garoppolo. He's accomplished the same thing that Jimmy did. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand like why they don't even give him a shot. Like, if that's the type of offense you want to run, Shanahan, you can get Kaepernick in there, and he follows the same thing as Trey Lance without even skipping a beat. But they don't even give Kaepernick a chance, man. I, I, you yeah, know. that I think – I think thanks, Nick. Thanks for the call. I think that ship sailed a long time ago. I mean, I'm for I'm, – I'm with the idea, but realistically, he hasn't played football in, what, seven years? Like, that's just – I think the ship has sailed on that, unfortunately. I'd love to see him get out, out there for someone. Same. You know? But I'm – I, I – I, you can't even entertain the discussion because the 49ers have a list of quarterbacks that they would call in an emergency, and you see the fact that they go sign a guy like Kurt Benkert to be their third quarterback, their practice squad quarterback. That's like that's where they're at. So, like I said, it would be awesome, but you got to be realistic. I just don't think that that's, uh, that's something that's going to happen. Uh, Saucy and Hercules, as we try and get a couple more of these calls. Phone line's been lit up tonight. You guys have been great. Saucy and Hercules, you're on overtime with Kyle and Chuck. What's up? Kyle Chuck, thanks for having me. Thank you. What do you got? I was looking forward to seeing uh, Alan on the, the YouTube, but Chuck, you'll do. Hey, quick, thanks. I just hey. want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, I just want to say that, man, we got to start asking the hard questions now. 
is it time to move on from Kyle Shanahan? Wow. Is it is it is it that time he kept he kept Jimmy Garoppolo. He wanted to to run Trey Lance to the ground and now look at where we're at. We're we're one and two against teams that we should be winning. So now we gotta ask, is it time to ask if Kyle Shanahan is the guy for this organization? All I'm saying is that look I think we could be better on paper. We we are probably one of the best teams in the league. Okay. Look at us right now. We just embarrass ourselves on Sunday night football. And Kyle Shanahan isn't even to blame. We're all pointing fingers at Jimmy Garoppolo. We knew who Jimmy Garoppolo was. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan needs to start hearing... Something. Okay, thanks, Aussie. So here's my thing with that. This is the conversation everybody had last year when the 49ers were 3-5. and five. It was put in Trey Lance, fire Kyle Shanahan. This is like we've seen, we've, we've been down this road before. The 49ers, again, let's be realistic. The 49ers are not going to fire Kyle Shanahan based on tonight. They're not going to fire him mid-season. I, I, no, he I, just got a six-year contract extension, and Trey Lance got hurt in week two. Like, And, and the organization, if you call or are putting that on Shanahan, fine. The organization, I promise, is not. They're going to let him figure it out with Trey Lance first before his seat even gets warm. So that's that's kind of where that's at. Yeah, and if you're a fan, you have every right to to bring up the conversation. Totally post season, but mid three games in when you're one and two, and I we mean, just watched them bounce back from three and goal, five. Last. Yeah, you have all your goals still in front of you. you. You lost a tough game, Denver. Look, it's the NFL. You can lose any game. I'm a firm believer that the better team did not win tonight. But uh, apparently, the better offense won, or the, the team that got the luckier break, the team that had the better, the better special quarterback, teams, the better special teams, I guess, the better quarterback won. Chuck, yeah, that's what happened. But Russ Wilson didn't do anything. He wasn't very good. But guess what? When they needed him to make three plays, he made them. Yeah, he made the plays down made, the stretch. He made one play down the stretch that was the difference in the game. That back shoulder throw to Cortland Sutton yep. was sick. There, there were two, I guess, because it was Judy and it was him. Yeah, and, and he and he hit Judy in stride. I know Charvarius Ward got a hand on it, um, but I forget what quarter it was. But they hadn't scored at this point, so it was before the safety. And he had Jerry Judy in stride for a walk-in mm-hmm. touchdown, and Ward got just, just a fingertip on it. Yep. But Judy still should have caught that. That was on that was on Judy there. Yeah, definitely, so. definitely dropped it. Um, all right, eight 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 nine five seven ninety five seventy. What the heck happened to the 49ers tonight? I see you on the line. We will get to you on the other side because there's questions, and neither Chuck nor I have the answers. We're trying to figure it out with you, so let's do that on overtime on 95.7 The Game. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Just trying to get it out. Wilson has it on the run. Plus the football. Denver's got it. And Denver's got this one. Now, back to Overtime with Kyle Madsen and Alan Stiles on 95.7 The Game. Chuck Walter in for Alan. I'm Kyle Madsen. Callers have been great tonight. I see the phone lines all lit up. We will get to you in a moment. But one of the one of the things we haven't talked about, and we finished up talking about Kyle Shanahan in the last segment. Are they going to fire him? No. Is Mike McDaniel the real brains behind the operation? Maybe. <laughs> but yeah. you brought up you brought up the second quarter play where the Broncos have a third and nine at the 49ers thirty nine yard line. <clears throat> Russell Wilson scrambles for two yards. That gets them to the 37, the 49ers 37. So it's a 55-yard field goal from there. But there's a holding on the play. So instead of making the Broncos... Fourth and 19? It would have been, been, been third and 19. Excuse me, third and 19? So they would have moved them to third and 19, presumably out of field goal range, because then you're looking at a 65-plus-yard field goal. So you instead of moving them back and giving them another shot at third down, he said, we'll keep the fourth and seven and let them try a 55-yard field goal. What message does that send to your defense that's been dominating the entire the entire game to that point? That was uh, second quarter. Mm-hmm. I think Denver at that point, I, I mean, I got, the, I got the drive log up here. At that point in the game, Denver had had three-yard drive, eight-yard drive, five-yard drive, minus one, minus four. Like, they weren't moving the ball whatsoever. They had 45 yards in the first quarter. 45 yards. You have them at third and 19. It's mm-hmm. a good chance you're probably going to get a sack and, and push them 100% out. And instead, Kyle Shanahan decides to decline the offensive holding, let him kick the 55-yard field goal. McManus is a pretty good kicker. Mm-hmm. Let's him kick the 55-yard field goal and look at the final score. That's mm-hmm. your difference. Yeah. What are, what are we doing? Yeah. It's, well, I mean, uh, I, I, 
What are we That's doing? That's tough. So you're telling your defense, good job getting a third down stop, get off the field, good work. But like, you're giving them points. You're gifting them I would, points. I would say you're gifting 55? them. 55? 55 yards is a bomb, dude. I mean, yes. He missed it. He missed one shorter than that later in the game. He missed okay. a 53-yarder. You're, you're giving them a 50% chance because McManus, <laughs> I, I find it hard to believe that McManus is under 50% from 55. Um, but he's probably around that clip. But still, you're giving them a chance to get points instead of sending the message to your defense, hey, we're accepting this penalty. It's third down and 19. They're now at midfield. Go out there, get a stop. Let's get the ball back. Instead, you're giving them a chance to... I mean, dude, Denver two weeks ago had enough faith in McManus to send him out there for, what, a 64? Yeah, he missed it badly. He missed it. Sure. Okay. I mean, you're you're coming at all my points here, but at the same time, you get what I'm trying to say by saying third and 19, Yeah, it's the yeah. message you're sending to your defense not to give them the chance to get out there and get off the field. Instead, you're giving the kicker a chance to put up points. They end up putting up points, and that's your difference in the ballgame in a low-scoring game. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the one of the critiques I have of Kyle Shanahan. It feels like he coaches off vibes a lot, and in a situation like that, he doesn't run through. Okay, let's see if we push him back. Defense is playing really well. If we get a stop, okay, they're out of field. He just went. Oh, cool. Fourth down. Like fourth and seven. They're not going to go for it. Get off the field. And I don't think that's so much a message to the defense as it is like, yeah, hey, a fifty-five yard field goal is hard. We got to stop. By the way, quickly, McManus in his career, 50 to 59-yard field goals, 18 for 30, 60% clip. Boom! So you're giving the guy, and if you're a head coach, you know the analytics, right? Mm-hmm. You know him in the back of your head. He hasn't got sleep in months. <laughs> he hasn't got sleep in months. He knows the analytics. You're giving a 60% kicker from that range, or granted it's the 52-60, so you don't know, but let's just say he, McManus has a 50% chance of making that kick. You're giving him a 50% chance to get points instead of a third and 19 from midfield? Okay. I'm not a football coach. I, I don't like to question people that are a lot more qualified to do things than me. No, but question that's, it. That's why we're all here. But that was dumb. That no, was dumb. No, for, I, I, in, in retrospect, yeah, because he made the kick. But... I also understand, man, this is Russell Wilson. You give him another shot to throw a moon ball, and now there's a weird pass interference penalty in the end zone, and now they have first and goal at the one when you could have had him at fourth and seven trying a 55-yard field goal. So I, I, I'm not going to harp a lot on that because it was three points and they gave up 11. Like, if they win this game 10-8, to eight, we're not lauding Kyle Shanahan for that. You know, like that's just not a, that's just not a thing that I, I win or lose, I, win or lose, I had it on my show notes and I was okay, going to get no, to it at some point. No, I had fine. it highlighted because you, I was watching it real time and I'm like, what are they no, doing and there? Worth, Third it, and 19. Right. And it's especially worth questioning the game they lose by one. But on the other hand, there's that if I'm putting things in order of like, hey, here's why they lost today. Kyle Shanahan doing that is not near the top. No, but it's a bad decision. It turned out to be. I, I thought it was a bad decision. I would be interested, Even if I would he be missed interested that kick, know, I would have thought would, it would have been a bad decision. I would be interested decision. to know how many coaches, like, what the split would be on that. Around the NFL. Like, if you just pulled coaches, like, hey, this is the situation. You you get a stop for a fourth and seven, and they were going to have a 55-yard field goal, or you can let them try third down again. For third and 19, out of field goal range. Presumably. I'd be really interested... 
to uh, to see how many coaches take the penalty. What's up, Mark? Quickly, guys, I don't remember the exact situation, but there was a moment in the second half where there was a similar situation. I think it was another hold on the Broncos. It pushed them out of field goal range, mm-hmm. and Shanahan accepted the penalty. Yeah. He, he didn't decline it and, and keep them within long field goal range. He accepted it, pushed them all the way back, and they didn't score. It's almost like he learned his lesson. Maybe. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Chuck's going to fry me for this after the game. Some random dude in a button-down <laughs> talking on radio it's knew that was a dumb decision. Down. Thank good you. Good-looking button-down. Thank Kyle you. I had, Matson, the, had the double dip today. Kyle Matson, Chuck Walter, Mark Grandy, Mark Grandy, host of the 415ers podcast. New episode out tomorrow. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Lon in East Oakland uh, doesn't host a 49ers podcast, at least that I'm aware of, but he is uh, on the show now. Lon, what's up? Hey, fellas. What's going on, boss? What do you got? Man, I, I, I'm really just sitting up here, you know, first time caller on y'all show, but it's, it, I'm starting to figure out, trying to figure out who are the scouts for the offense. Because we have a general manager in John Lynch who picks the defense. Our defense is perfect. Mm-hmm. But who is doing the scouting and getting these players on the offense, along with the Cal Shanahan plays? NFL evolves every single year. Mm-hmm. Every year, the Debo stuff is not working anymore. He can't run routes. He can't. They, they're looking for the run. It's time to put Shanahan on point and say, "Hey, this is your problem." Hmm. It's a Shanahan problem. You think there's not enough talent on the roster? I don't think it's, there's enough talent in our offense. When you look at the past, even when we had the Mosters and all the stuff. We don't have that run game. We don't have that offensive line to to execute those plays anymore. Um, you know you have a trash quarterback, so now what are we going to do? And you still call it the same plays from those times, and it's not there anymore. All right. Thanks, Lon. Jeff Wilson Jr. tonight, 12 carries, 75 yards. He's pretty good. Just didn't feed him. I will say two of those carries probably were – 55 of those 70 yeah, one for 37 yards. one one was for 37 and another for 18 but that's the thing is that but that's always been their like explosive plays is and they were they were there tonight the debo samuel run stuff didn't work they apparently don't trust jordan mason or marlon mack yet so is it <clears throat> I, I i push back on the idea that personnel is the issue 510 brought up a good point though basically saying when i bring up my hypothesis of this entire thing saying you you don't have faith in the defense by allowing him to kick that field goal instead of pushing him back to third and 19 and 510 saying um well you're not factoring in how wilson plays against the 49ers this guy's now what 18 and 4 17 and 4 against the 49ers in the regular Mm -hmm. season turns into a different human you don't let russell wilson have the ball in his hands this wasn't the same Russell Wilson and hasn't been all year that we've seen in the past. And if you think it is, I don't know what you're watching, but he, he was not good tonight. I've no. heard the word Russell Wilson is cooked. Now, he, he made the plays tonight, but if, if that's why you gave them points there or gave them the opportunity to have a 50-50 shot at getting points on the kick because you're afraid of Russell Wilson because of the past... Because of like last season, Russell Wilson beat him twice. Well, you were dominating. Last year. You were dominating him up to that point. Yes, you said how this many happened yards? happened in week two last year. The 49ers were dominant in that game, and Russell Wilson still figured out how to pull a couple plays out of his rear end. That was last year, last season. The 49ers that went to the playoffs got beat twice by the trash Seattle Seahawks because of Russell Wilson last year. So 
what it sounds like is them allowing Russell Will or them not allowing Russell Wilson to get back on the field for that third and nineteen is them basically saying this guy we've seen this story before. Third and nineteen. This is where he does his damage against us. Dog, picks you're harping up the first on a, down. You're harping on a fourth and seven play. I'm harping on a play the that was second the, quarter. It was the difference in the game. It was three points. No, nope, there are eleven. N- n- I could. I would then argue that Jimmy Garoppolo stepping out of the back of the end zone was the difference in the game. There could be multiple differences. Both can be true. But you get them off the field at that point. You're up seven nothing going into the locker room. Okay. Let's go. Let's let's. Fast forward to a different reality where they move them back there. And Russell Wilson does a moonshot and hits Cortland Sutton for a touchdown. You're sitting in your chair and you're going, you got off the field! Why are you giving him another chance? It's Russell Wilson! This guy's cooked you for years! I don't think I'm saying that. Was that was like a bad Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> like if you're trying to do a Seinfeld but you're not good at it, that's what that sounded like. I mean, at that point in time, I had no faith that anyone on Denver was going to pick up chunks of yards against this 49ers defense. That was how sure. lethargic, sluggish, pathetic they were moving the ball. The Boo Birds were ringing down. There was no cohesion. There was no flow, anything. Honestly, you gave them an opportunity to... To, to me, it's a bigger indictment of their offense. And what Kyle Shanahan thinks of his team's ability to move the ball. Because it was like, hey, if they're only getting three out of this drive, we can take that. But if they score a touchdown, it might be over. That's the bigger takeaway for me than anything with the offense. Or maybe his philosophy is just like, yep, fourth down, we're off the field. Which in that spot, maybe not great. Yeah, and 5-1-0 is coming. And stop with the three points out of the nine that the defense gave up. Well, that's why I'm bringing <laughs> up the three points, because nothing else happened. <laughs> like Those are three really important points, and you can point back to that position in the game. And if you tack on those 10 yards, right. I, I don't know. We'll move on. I'm going to rip through some calls here. Abdullah in South, uh, in South San Francisco, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. I just wanted to say, outside the run of... Uh... Uh, our starting running back having that 37-yard run, we averaged like two yards a carry. And, uh, you know, Debo having only a few yards, I feel that you, they needed to utilize Jordan Mason more. And, I mean, the Broncos, they ran the ball twice as much as, uh, as us with their starting backs. They had 26 carries. And even if they struggled, having Debo just play receiver and, and fill in that area with our running backs would make a big difference. And one other thing I wanted to mention, I haven't heard it on here, is uh, what was very predictable is on first down they just ran the ball. They 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 came out with a play action one time and it went to use check and it perfected. I just feel like it was so predictable. Every time they came out, they ran the ball on first down and and didn't give an opportunity to stretch the defense and put us in third down situations, which we were one one out of ten. And, and I think that's what cost us the game. Yep, no doubt. Thanks, Abdullah. Yeah, one for ten on third downs with that one conversion coming uh, late in the fourth quarter. That's not going to get it done very often. That's that's really tough. Um, we're going to go rapid-fire style through some of these calls. Williams in Napa, you're on overtime with Kyle and Chuck. Let it fly. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, just two things real quick. How many quarterback powers did Kyle Shanahan run tonight? That's a big and zero, Williams. It, 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 exactly. And if Trey would have played the same way Jimmy played tonight, what we would have heard. He's raw. He's not accurate. He's not ready. But when man. it's Jimmy playing the same old Jimmy way, Oh, it's fine. Locker room's happy. He gives us a better chance to win. Yep. I'm right there with you, and that's kind of the whole thing. Uh, and thanks for the call, Williams. 
Remember last year, going into the season, it was like, well, this is a team that can compete, and you don't want to start Trey Lance because rookie mistakes and da-da-da. And then Garoppolo, on like the first play of the season, fumbled a snap. And it was like, man. And that's like that's the thing with Jimmy. It's like, yeah, he, is he terrible? No, but dude, he makes so many mistakes that a quarterback who's been in the league for almost a decade shouldn't be making. And I, that's why it's so aggravating. And it's aggravating because it's not like we can just chalk it up as like, oh, Jimmy's trash. Because he's not. But he's just prone to these really bad mistakes. And it came back and it bit the 49ers in an 11-10 to 10 game. He's like 31 of 32 starting quarterbacks. He's not 31. What do you think he is, 28? I've always said he's somewhere between like 17 and 24, and you can just order those however you want. Although that might be different now because a guy, there's like Daniel Jones might be 3 0 after tomorrow night. I mean, Jimmy and, didn't have one game last year where he threw for three touchdown passes. And I know stats don't mean everything, they don't mean anything, but you're saying 17? Yeah, maybe. I would have to go through it. Because the, the, that, that has He's changed. better than Joe Flacco. They, they're a handful. That's changed 31's a lot not fair. this year. Fair enough. Marcus Mariota better than him? I'd go Ducks. Take Marcus. I'm not, mm, no, you know why? I'm not taking Marcus Mariota on the 49ers. Do you know why? Because he'd get hurt because he'd run nine QB powers in his first game. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm not taking Marcus Mariota on this team. And I say Mariota like a real fan. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Let's go Ducks. Uh, Joe in San Jose. <laughs> Joe in San Jose, where do you rank Jimmy Garoppolo uh, among the starting quarterbacks in the NFL? Hello? Yeah, what's up, Joe? You're on overtime with Kyle and Chuck. I was just messing with you. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Okay. First, I want to give a shout-out to the 49ers defense. Oh, man, that defense is Super Bowl-bound. But They're the incredible. The is just behind. Uh, my problem with my problem with the Niners offense is Kyle Shanahan did not. Well, I, I'm sorry, um, Jimmy Jimmy G didn't have a, a good preseason. He didn't have a preseason, so mm-hmm. I expect him to come out a little, you know, not sharp. But I think the next game he's gonna come out sharper, and that's on Kyle Shanahan. And he's, he mismanaged the situation between Jimmy G and, and Trey Lance. So. Um, Give him some time. He'll, he'll come around. I think they'll do good this year. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Joe. And that's the thing is like, I'm reacting to this game right now. Am I saying the 49ers are done? No. Am I saying start Brock Purdy? No. Because we were last season, last freaking season, the 49ers lose that rain game to Indianapolis. We were having the same talk. Yes. They lose 30 to 18. They go to Chicago. They beat Chicago. They're back. And they are, uh, what were they at that point? Uh, three and four, and they beat Chicago. And then they come back, and they lose to Colt McCoy. They get blown out by Colt McCoy and the Cardinals at Levi Stadium to fall to three and five. And it was like, this season's over. Put in Trey Lance. Get him why, are you st- why are you still starting Jimmy? This season's lost. And then they go, and they beat the Rams, and they beat Jacksonville, and they beat Minnesota, lose to Russell Wilson. And then they beat Cincinnati on the road. And then they beat Atlanta. And... All of a sudden, they're in the playoffs. So it's not pull the plug time, but it is, hey, let's recalibrate this whole like, hey, the Niners are way better with Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback, when, eh, sometimes, like definitely sometimes, but it's really clear, like, there's just, there's shortcomings, there's problems. 
It's never going to be pull the plug time with this defense. Correct. Never. Correct. But where's the offensive explosion? Where's the creativity? Where's the... It just seems so stale sometimes. Yeah. And it, it felt that way last year, too. It was like, yeah, the, the Niners have all the... In the preseason, you get so hyped. I'm going down to Santa Clara. We're doing all these stories. I'm looking at all the talent. I'm, oh, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo. They got three guys that can, you know, mm-hmm. give you a thousand yards. And then, and then here we are three games in. And you just watch the offense, and you're like, "Why isn't this offense good?" Yeah, and part it's of it's shocking. Part of it's you no longer have Mac. Tomlinson's gone. Like there's new cast of characters on the offensive line. You win and lose games in the trenches. I'm a firm believer of that, and it's not as good as it was last year. And they're going to have to overcome that. But when it comes especially to the, with Trent Williams out. But when it comes to the skill guys. I mean, Debo, if Ayuk's as good as we thought he was going to be coming into this year, and then you add Kittle into the mix, and I know that you no longer have Elijah Mitchell, that's a bigger loss than I think we're giving it credit for. But, man, it's like, where is the firepower for this offense? So, Seattle was able to do more against Denver than San Francisco. So that's... So that's... <sighs> That's one of the one of the things when you say where's the firepower and you say the Elijah Mitchell injury is bigger than we thought. Well, it's like no, but Kyle Shanahan, this offense is known for making running backs out of undrafted guys and late round guys. Elijah Mitchell, sixth round pick, figured it out. They used a third round pick on Trey Sermon, who's not even on the roster this year, and they picked him last year. Like that's a is he still in Philly? Significant issue. I think he's still in Philly. They may have cut him. So, so that's that. I I. I I hesitate to say like, oh yeah, the Elijah, yeah, the Elijah Mitchell injury matters, but this is supposed to be an offense that you don't. It's plug and play at running back. Okay, you so, can produce on the ground regardless of who's behind the quarterback. So plug and play. Jeff Wilson tonight, twelve carries, seventy-five yards, has the thirty-seven yard run, and you said, I mean, how many of those carries were in the first half? How many were in the second? You weren't playing catch up. You were up the entire game until the final four minutes. I just don't understand how Denver's going to rush it 33 times and you're going to rush it 19 with as efficient as you were. Four and a half yards per carry. Denver wasn't nearly as efficient rushing the football all night, and they still went to the ground because nothing was working through the air. Right, they Nothing was it. working through the air mm-hmm. for San Francisco. They had the lead, and they just got away from it. I'm going to, while you give me a spiel right here, I'm going to go through the, uh, the last three, four, five drives before they gave up that lead and just see how many first downs they were passing and get I'm going to crunch the numbers here. Point yeah, extras here. You you crunch those numbers. Crunch Dimitri Petrovich. <laughs> Not a babe. Pace. Uh, and I'm going to go to Jonathan in Richmond, who's been waiting patiently. Jonathan, you're on with Kyle and Chuck on overtime. Hey guys, how's it going? It's going great. Hey, so um um Kyle, good coach, good everything. Um but how are we resigning players like Debo Samuel, George Kittle, but we don't use them in the clutch times? Mm-hmm. Why? That's a great question, Jonathan. Thanks for the call. So I think that this is a problem with Kyle Shanahan and his adherence to this is how football should work. I think Kyle Shanahan views football as like a puzzle. And if this piece fits here, that means this piece fits here, and this piece fits here, and that's how it's all going to go. It's it's like he doesn't account for, hey, this team can't defend this guy, uh, so we're just going to get him the ball. 
he looks at it as, okay, well, they're double covering that guy, which leaves Jawan Jennings open. So we're going to feed Jawan Jennings because they're going to leave him up. That's, and it, 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 it forces the 49ers to start going away from their playmakers here and there. That's at least my, that's my deal. Maybe it's, maybe it's quarterback related. Maybe Shanahan is actually brilliant and he's drawing up all these open receivers. Haven't gotten a chance to grind the all 22 yet. We will though. But we saw it a couple times tonight. It got highlighted by by Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico. Did a great job on the broadcast. Highlighted like, yeah, hey, open receiver here, open receiver there down the field. He missed him. We talked about the Debo Samuel play where they connected uh, for a long gain, but had Garoppolo led him even a little bit. It's an it's an easy long touchdown, and it's it's that's and that's the thing with Garoppolo is it's like those one or two couple little plays that could entirely swing. Um, the entire nature of his outing and the entire nature of his game. Let's finish up with Paul in San Jose. You're on overtime with Kyle and Chuck. What's up, Paul? Hey, if you guys look at the game scripts and our losses, especially big games like this, it's it's there's one common thing. Why do we abandon the run, especially with a subpar QB? I don't understand it. It's it, it doesn't make sense, especially with our DNA being a run first team. We just leave it in the dust when we get down, and I don't trust a game in Jimmy G's. Arms. What do, you, what, what do you guys think? So I'm actually crunching the numbers right now, and I'm looking at four straight drives where every single time, I mean, the 49ers pretty much first down were running it every single time, mm-hmm. as they should. Maybe get maybe hit them with a play action Dude, once per half. First down passes are underrated. Hit, hit them with a play action once per half, but the, the first down rush is okay. And there were a few where they were set up second and 10, second and nine, second and eight, and every single time they passed it, and every single time it was either incomplete, incomplete, or a sack. So in that situation, do you maybe try to, to bounce someone out to the outside, pick up a few yards, have third and short instead of... Giving Jimmy the ball second and ten. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but um, they at least, at the very least, they were running it on first down all game. But there were a few times where it was second and ten where I would have said, "Run it again." Well, yeah, and especially when your quarterback, when it comes to throwing, is limited like this. When your quarterback can throw it between the hash marks to Debo Samuel. Like, we talked about that out route that he threw to Juwan Jennings, their only third-down conversion. That should have been picked. Yeah. Like, he's just... The the passing offense is so limited in scope with Jimmy Garoppolo under center. And this is the life the 49ers chose. It's probably better than it would have been with Brock Purdy under center. At least that's my thought. Maybe I'm wrong. I've not seen Brock Purdy play in a regular season game. But my thought right now is that Jimmy Garoppolo is significantly better than whatever Brock Purdy would put together. Larry would disagree with you vehemently. Well, of course he would. He's a scout. Nobody Talk about tonight, former scout. Nobody <laughs> likes Brock Purdy more than Larry Kruger. Oh, if he Big steps Brock in there, Purdy if he guy. steps in there someday and does something good, and Mister Irrelevant turns out to be very relevant, then Larry Kruger may be back in the scouting game. If Brock, if Brock Purdy stepped in and was just slinging the pill, I'd be so angry. It would be the most annoying thing of all time. <laughs> Because then it's all Brock Purdy or Trey Lance. Oh, just open up another can of worms on that quarterback conversation. It's a circus, man. It never ends. And now uh, it's back. You know, 49ers. Even, I think, even well, if they won this game 10-5 in that ugly score, 10-5, let's say it's final, I don't think we're having the same conversation right now. It's Jimmy's not good, but at least this defense is really good. We're good enough. But now it's panic mode well, because he had the opportunities. And again, 
couldn't get it done. Right, and that's but that's right, and that's what's interesting here is that that's like still the case. Their defense has now given up nineteen zero and nine. Like that's really good. That's really really good because the, the, the Seahawks scored on the blocked on the blocked. Uh, yeah, it's a top three defense in the NFL. I wouldn't be. I don't think it's outlandish to say the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, right now it sure it sure seems like another Denver's uh, Denver's defense and, uh, and and Buffalo are both really good as well. But Super Bowl caliber defense for sure for the 49ers. I see Filmo Mike. I see Adrian on the uh, on the line. We'll get to you on the other side. John Dickinson going to join us live from Denver at 10:45 as well. We'll get his thoughts on uh, that debacle at Empower Stadium in Denver. I'm Kyle Madsen. He's Chuck. This is overtime on 95.7 The Game. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.